Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or Less with Him. Let's get started. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to His Hardline. You are listening to 1% or Less with Him. I am Jason. I am the co-host with God and Jesus Christ as the host. This is their platform. I'm just a technical guy. I'm just the guy that pushes buttons and gets the message out there while, well, God and Jesus take the wheel. I hand it all over to them. 100% surrender. And that's exactly how we all should live our lives. You know, it's just interesting. You know, my mother-in-law, actually, I, I've I, this is the first time I've ever heard this, but... She uh she would say if you want to make God laugh make your own plans and uh, boy I tell you what ain't that the truth that's all I'm gonna say on that today we are reading <clears throat> we are reading out of John chapter seven and hopefully uh, chapter six came out this morning I had to do that one for my phone um, I don't know what was going on I did chapter six um, last night. I had an assembly meeting, a county assembly meeting. I got home a little late, but I still did it. And for some reason, I don't know if it was something with Podbean or what, but it was not uploading the way I wanted it to. So I just ended up doing a new one. So here we are. So I hope everybody's doing well today. Happy Monday. It's my Wednesday, so it's kind of cool. So we're going to get right into it here. All right, chapter 7. Here we are, the Feast of the Tabernacles. So after this, Jesus moved about within Galilee, but he did not wish to travel in Judea because the Jews were trying to kill him. But the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles was near. So his brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea, so that your disciples also may see the works you are doing. No one works in secret if he wants to be known publicly. If you do these things, manifest yourself to the world. For his brothers did not believe in him. So Jesus said to them, My time is not yet here, but the time is always right for you. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify to it that its works are evil. You go up to the feast. I am not going up to this feast because my time has not yet been fulfilled. After he had said this, he stayed in, on in Galilee. But when his brothers had gone up to the feast, he himself also went up, not openly, but as it were in secret. The Jews were looking for him at the feast and saying, where is he? And there was a considerable murmuring about him in the crowds. Some said he is a good man, while others said no. On the contrary, he misleads the crowd. Still, no one spoke openly about him because they were afraid of the Jews. When the feast was already half over, Jesus went up into the temple area and began to teach. The Jews were amazed and said, How does he know scripture without having studied? Jesus answered them and said, My teaching is not my own, but is from the one who sent me. Whoever chooses to do his will shall know whether my teaching is from God or whether I speak on my own. Whoever speaks on his own seeks his own glory, but whoever seeks his glory of the one who sent him is truthful, and there is no wrong in him. Did not Moses give you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Why are you trying to kill me? The crowd answered, You are possessed. Who is trying to kill you? 
Jesus answered and said to them, I performed one work, and all of you are amazed because of it. Moses gave you circumcision, not that it came from Moses, but rather from the patriarchs. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath? If a man can receive circumcision on a Sabbath, so that the law of Moses may not be broken, are you angry with me because I made a whole person well on the Sabbath? Stop judging by appearances, but judge justly. So some of the inhabitants of Jerusalem said, Is he not the one they are trying to kill? And look, he is speaking openly, and they say nothing to him. Could the authorities have realized that he is the Messiah? But we know where he is from. When the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. So Jesus cried out in the temple area as he was teaching and said, You know me, and also know where I am from. Yet I did not come on my own, but the one who sent me, whom you do not know is true. I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. So they tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand upon him, because his hour had not yet come. But many of the crowd began to believe in him and said, When the Messiah comes, will, be, will he perform more signs than this man has done? Now, the Pharisees heard the crowd murmuring about him to this effect, and the chief priests and the Pharisees sent guards to arrest him. So Jesus said, I will be with you only a little while longer, and then I will go to the one who sent me. You will look for me, but you will not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. So the Jews said to one another, where is he going that we will not find him? Surely he is not going to the dispersion among the Greeks to teach the Greek, is he? What is the meaning of this saying? You will look for me and not find me, and where I am you cannot come. On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and exclaimed, Let anyone who thirsts come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture says, rivers of living water will flow from within him. He said this, is, he said this in reference to the Spirit that those who come to believe in him were to receive. There was, of course, no spirit yet because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Some in the crowd who heard these words said, This is truly a prop, the prophet. Others said, This is the Messiah. But others said, The Messiah will not come from Galilee, will he? Does not scripture say that the Messiah will be out of David's family and come from Bethlehem, the village where David lived? So a division occurred in the crowd because of him. Some of them even wanted to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. So the guards went to the chief priests and Pharisees who asked him, Why did you not bring him? The guards answered, Never before has anyone spoken like this. So the Pharisees answered them, Have you also been deceived? Have any of the authorities or the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd which does not know the law is accursed. Nicodemus, one of their members who had come to him earlier, said to them, Does our law condemn a person before it first hears him and finds out what he is doing? They answered and said to him, You are not from Galilee also, are you? Look and see that no prophet arises from Galilee. And that concludes the reading of chapter 7. Now, I kind of want to go back to something here, actually, um, while I'm thinking about it. Excuse me while I'm looking. Um, hmm. 
Well, maybe not. I was trying to find what I was reading earlier. Hmm. Well, okay. Uh, that is that, I guess. Boy, that kind of stinks. I should have. I knew I should have marked it. Oh, here it is. So when I was reading, we're going to go back to chapter six for a second, because there is something there. And again, I can relate to the, uh, um, I can relate to the apostles and, and everybody there when, when Jesus was saying like, um, where I'm going to see if I can find it. Cause this was, this was very interesting <clears throat> where Jesus was saying that his, Let's see if I can find it here. Boy, I'm sorry. This is like not a good host here at all. Oh, right here where he was saying back in uh, chapter six. And we'll just start. Um, we'll just start by, you know, verse 53, where Jesus said to them, amen, amen. I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. Obviously, that created a big ruckus among the people and the apostles because they're like, what is he talking about? This is very shocking. And that's why Jesus asked, does any of this shock you? And a lot of the people who were following left and went about their old ways, except the 12. And that's when, you know, that's when, uh, like I said, Jesus asked if you, you know, is any of this shock you? And I'll be honest with you. When I read that, I was like, man, that's kind of weird. You know, I don't, I don't know about all this cannibalism thing. Right. But when I go back to chapter one, because I was kind of rereading and, you know, obviously in the, in the very first verse where it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Right. And then you go a little bit further down to chapter, let's see, verse 12, let's see, through 14. Let's see. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God to those who believe in his name who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by man's decision, but of God. Here it is. Let's see here. So verse 14, and the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory of the father's only son, full of grace and truth. So, you know, when Jesus, I got to imagine. So when Jesus was talking about us flesh, obviously he was talking about the word. Right. And the word became flesh, which basically means it manifested into uh, the living body. Right. Of Jesus. And as they say, you know, the Bible is the word. That's why I guess they call it the book of life. Right. So back to uh, chapter six here, as I'm reading, let's see here. Like in, uh, we're looking at verse 66, I think it was, as a result of many of his disciples returned to their former ways and no longer accompanied them, him, Jesus then said to the 12, did, do you also want to leave? And Simon Peter answered him, master, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come, we have came to believe and are convinced that you are the Holy one. Jesus answered them. Did I not choose the 12? Let's see here. Wait, where did I read it here? I think it was. I think where it said. 
does this shock you? What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending? Yeah, so right here by verse 62 going down. What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life, while the flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. And so th this is kind of what I was alluding to yesterday, and I didn't really get into too much detail today because... Um, a, I was in my semi, I had a long day ahead of me with a snowstorm going and I had to go all the way up north to deliver my load. And, um, anyway, it was just, you know, the, 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 the whole flesh and drinking blood thing, it perplexed me for a while, just like it did with the disciples. Right. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Um, there's still some things that I read and like, wow, I'm like, that seems pretty extreme. But like it says right here, because the flesh is of no avail, the words I've spoken to you are spirit and life. And I can't help but think that what he was talking about is, you know, the blood and his flesh are symbolic of his spirit and um, his spirit and uh, and life. Right. Um, and like I said, when you go back to chapter one, that's when it says the word became flesh. You know, that's why they say that the, the word of God is, you know, this is the book of life, you know. And so anyway, um, where am I going out with all this? As we read this Bible, sometimes we get what's in here. And here's like, yeah, this is ultimately my point. We, you know, sometimes we just get it, right? And then there's sometimes we don't get it. And this is probably why Jesus had to speak in parables for people like me, for example, right? You read it and you're like, what in the world is he talking about? And what does he mean? We're not always going to get everything we read in the Bible. We're not going to be able to comprehend certain things. We'll, we can read it for 10, 20 times over, and then maybe on that 21st, 22nd, or 30th time, right, it hits you. You're like, oh, right? You have that aha moment. It's like light bulb. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I when I read that, I was kind of like right there with the apostles. I was like, you know, with the apostles, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, what is he talking about? And then when it, when it continues to read, you know, does any does it shock you? Of course it shocks me. I'm talking about cannibalism, man. Like, what is this? But... He wasn't talking about physically his blood or physically his flesh because, I mean, that's just weird. Obviously, he was talking in symbolism. And I, and I, I obviously should have known that. But, again, when you read it, it just seems so extreme, you know. But, anyway, I digress. Um, wow, time flies when you're having fun. We are approaching 15 minutes. I'm going to bow my head. We're going to do a closing prayer real quick. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for another day of life and good health, and thank you for your good word. And we just pray for more discernment as we pray and read your good word on this 1% or less with him. I pray that you help. Um, well, of course you're going to help because this is your platform. You know, we just I pray that you guide whoever you see fit to this platform so they can receive the word and hopefully soften their heart and open their hearts to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior so they can get a bridge to you, Father, and have eternal life. And we pray that as we continue to read your holy book, the book of life, that you help us understand more as we dig deeper into this. We pray all of this in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And that concludes 1% or less with him. And we will see you tomorrow for another reading. And um, let's see, tomorrow's Tuesday. And we're going to do another His Hard Line discussion tomorrow. So it should be a good one. Have a good night. say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget
forget, you can find us at www.ishardline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.